Lucky smells is our life. Lucky smells is our home. Make sure you stay tuned because we are talking a series of unfortunate events. Episode 7 and 8, The Miserable Mill. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. What is up, guys? Here we are. That was Dakota's idea, and that was a really good idea. Thank you. I'm really happy we got this. We had our serious faces on. I didn't think I was going to be able to keep my face, but I did. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us again for our last two episodes of the season. Guys, I'm so sad. A series of unfortunate events, The Miserable Mill. We're talking part one and part two, episodes seven and eight. We got a lot to talk about. I know. It was we an do. incredible finale. Yeah. But first, where can we find you on social media? Hey everyone, I'm Ivana Williams. You can find me on Twitter at Ivana L. Williams. And also catch me on Wednesdays at 7 for the Star After Show. I thought you, I swear, I thought you were going to be like, and also catch me outside. No, How about no. that? <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, but you? my name is Dakota T. Jones. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. And you can catch me on the Revenge Body After Show and the Shadowhunters After Show going on right now at After Buzz as well. So let's get right into this. Yes. Um, something I wanted to talk to you about because uh, I think you would you caught on to it. Hopefully, mm-hmm. if not, I'm going to feel bad for calling you out on it. What? Um, in the very beginning, Mr. Poe is interacting with like this fishman, like mm-hmm. this fish seller. Seller, mm-hmm. you remember that? Yes. Okay, that's Daniel Handler. That's Lemony, like the real. Yes. No, okay. I noticed it last time when you said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I he did. was back, and I was mm-hmm. so excited because. Um, Daniel Handler, you know, everyone knows him as Lemony Snicket. Mm-hmm. I was, I love that they incorporated him into the show yeah. in multiple episodes. Yeah. And he actually had like a line or something in this episode. <laughs> I, like one line. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that? Did you think that was smart of them to like bring him into the storyline? I think so too. Cause, I mean, I think it makes it really interesting. It's like, oh, hey, that's him again. And it, only if you know what Daniel Handler looks like, yeah. then you can catch it. And that's the, the mystery behind it. That's what makes it cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for Mr. Poe. He's literally over here <laughs> standing by himself, talking to himself. And I don't understand his... Um, I don't understand his mentality, but he literally gets distracted by some free clam chowder at an unmanned booth. There's no one there working you know? the booth. Yeah, right. Kind of sketchy. I wouldn't trust that clam chowder. But he did, and he loved that he clam chowder. He said it chowder. was great. He said it was fantastic. So, Do you like clam chowder? I do. I've never really tried I it. I liked it when I went to San Francisco. Oh, okay. It depends where you get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, we have Disney's Magic 92 back with us. Sad that this is the finale. I'm definitely sad that it's finale, too. And I'm really hoping, yeah. we were talking about this earlier, we're hoping that they don't make us wait a year like Netflix usually makes us do. Yeah. I'm really hoping that they get it together, because I know that Daniel Handler was saying that the kids are young, and, mm-hmm. and if they wait a whole year before filming again mm-hmm. or getting it ready to put out again, the kids are going to get noticeably older each yeah, season. right. And in the books, it's in the span of what, like maybe a year or so? I think so. so it's, they, it's a very short time frame. They got to make but sure But it's also to, Netflix. So I'm like, Netflix always makes people wait a year, you know, once their original content. But with that being said, I hope they do kind of shorten that time frame. Yeah. It only makes sense. Even if they just shorten it halfway, like, mm-hmm. and we came back in the winter or mm-hmm. something like that. Like, I would love that. Mm-hmm. But, so the children, they're <laughs> visiting Lucky Smells Lumber Mill to find some answers. Yes. They piggyback off some rando's car or truck, and the he kicks bed. them out. Yeah, just he just kicks the kids out, whatever, in the woods, you know, gotta go. And they're going to the same place. So, like... <laughs> and they're also children. Like, what are you I doing? I know. And Poor then, kids. Okay, what well, I want to know... Well, we'll get into this later, but look, when he gives Count Olaf a ride, I'm like, literally, you let him sit in the front seat, and he doesn't pay you anything, but you're going to kick out some three orphans, like, in the back? Just horrible. I horrible know. priorities. I, I felt so bad. I know. 
I felt awful, and I felt awful that the kids were so excited to like get some answers, and they really thought mm-hmm. that things were going to work out for them there, mm-hmm. and they were trying to be optimistic, which is kind of a pun because there we have Mr. Phil in this episode who's very optimistic. Uh, yes. um, but we meet Sir and partner, Charles. Rude. Yeah, Sir mm-hmm. is very rude, mm-hmm. takes the kids in and puts them to work in the mill. What, did you, what was your first um, perception of Sir? He was everything I thought he was going to be. Um, very rude. He gave me kind of like Colonel Sanders vibes. I don't know, like Colonel like the, Sanders, the KFC oh my, guy. Yeah, yeah just like with the, the all white suit and then the cigar and stuff. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. But one thing I did notice, I'm not sure if anybody else caught it, but every time he kept puffing on the cigar, there was no smoke coming out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and sometimes it was so funny to me. Sometimes but. the cigar was red at the end, and then sometimes yeah. it was nothing. Like he was literally just holding a cigar Exa- for no right. reason. Right, exactly. I'm like, this is definitely like an electric cigar prop. Or I know, whatever. exactly. But that's what made it and they really forgot funny. to turn it on or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He forgot to press the button. What did you think of him? I thought it was great. I, well, I mean, it it kind of is one of those things when someone's rude to children. I just get so defensive. But I know it's a story, and it's like I get it, and it's exactly how the book was. Yeah. So I appreciated that in that sense. Yeah. What did you think of the little spin that they put on it? I, I don't remember it being like this in the books. Maybe I was too young to really catch on. Mm-hmm. But like the whole like partner Sir and Charles thing, like there's more there. I don't remember that either. Yeah, that was I like think a, they definitely like expand expound on that and like expanded it because I'm like mm, I don't remember this part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you a little bit upset that? The portray the portrayal of a like a like a a gay couple was not, um, I guess it wasn't like a a good representation because they were so like he was so rude to him and it was like not like a good Shut relationship. Up. They were a couple. Yeah. I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, they were a couple because he was so rude. He I, was so rude. And I then, did not even pick up on that. And he said something like, uh, "Due to recent or Lemony Snicket said due to recent court rulings, like partner can mean other things as well." And then they come in, and they were saying they're his partner. And then in one of the scenes, um, he said, oh, we can be together more. And then Charles goes in to, like, kind of kiss him. And then Sir, like, turns really fast. I must have just looked down at my notes when I was writing or okay. something because I missed that part. I did hear the – yeah, yeah, I heard about the, the court ruling. And I was like, okay, cool. But it flew right over my head. So I was kind of like – I was like, okay, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to incorporate, like, a, like a gay couple in this. Yeah. But at the same time – it was like a very like it wasn't like a good relationship. No, it, it was kind of like an abusive a, yeah. type of exactly. It wasn't really quite the egalitarian relationship that I think people should strive to have. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you for telling me that. No, I yeah, pick that up. I was just kind of like, okay, <laughs> hmm, like I, I wonder if people are going to be upset about this yeah. because they're portraying it as he's so rude to him and like yeah. they're in like this kind of almost verbally abusive relationship. Definitely. So I was Definitely. like, hmm, I was going to ask because I, wa- I watch and write as we all do. So yeah. if you're looking down. I guess you do just you miss that so. I know that's what oh it's so it's so I get it. tough. Um, tough Disney's Magic 92 says that if Fuller House can get two seasons in a year then Netflix should be able to do it for this I agree because Fuller House is on Netflix right yeah so there we go <laughs> definitely agree and Lucy says I don't remember much about this episode except unrequited um, Mr. Burns slash Mr. Smithers type relationship between that's the, yeah. That's definitely what it reminded me of what from is that The from? Simpsons. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay uh-huh. got it. Mr. Burns, a really rich dude who hates everybody, and then <laughs> Mr. Smithers. Do you watch it much? No, I don't. Oh, dang. Yeah. yeah, but that's definitely that what it sense. reminds me of. Yeah. Wow. Are they partners in that? Oh my god. 
See, you're just wow. like relate to the boat. I am. I'm not catching anything. <laughs> um, but Sir basically lies by telling everyone, and basically made everyone think that the Baudelaire's parents are to blame for the fire, mm-hmm. which I don't really understand because later on when we find out that no, they didn't do that. We all knew that yeah, they didn't burn the, the exactly. town down. It made me really wonder why he went to so much trouble to cross out every section of his book. I wonder mm-hmm. if that was just a like a, one of those things where uh, Dr. Orwell told mm-hmm. him, look, if we're going to work together, you got to make everyone think this is how the town burned down. Yeah. I don't know because I don't understand what he had against the Baudelaire parents if they literally were the ones that saved the town. I'm not sure either. It just, yeah, it, it just seems like this old, like, rumor that's gone around. And it's not as if, you know, many people in that town or the workers really are able to read. They don't have time for anything. But right. if they do read, then they will know for sure that the bottlers like, burned down the house. I know. Or that's what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, that's what so, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we do have Phil, who I loved, is an optimist, very optimistic. And I love how Lemony Snicket saying, my father said, or no, no, I think it was Klaus that said, my father always said, do not trust an optimist or an optometrist. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, we've got both in this episode very conveniently. <laughs> right, right. Um, was this the episode where, no, this is not, I'm going to keep that for later. Okay. Something that happens to Phil, I forgot about that. Okay, Uh-oh. but lunch. Okay, yes. let's talk about lunch. And how sad that was. What what did they get for lunch? Gum. They got chewing gum <laughs> for lunch, and they are paid in coupons. In coupons. Like, seriously, like, buy two banjos, get one free. Too bad I don't have any money to buy any banjos. <laughs> I was like, like well, that's yeah, true. Yeah, so what do you do? So they live there. They work, eat, sleep, everything. I mean, literally coupons. Like, the only thing I can think coupons might be useful for in their situation is maybe if they run out of toilet paper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously. Um, but, <laughs> but they don't have the money to buy toilet paper. So. so maybe that's what they use the coupons for. You know? But yeah. why would they need to? Because they're not swallowing the gum. No. They're not going to have to get know. rid of it later. But they, they only eat dinner, it seems. And they eat, like, that slop mess Ugh. or whatever. So Yeah. Horrible conditions, man. Horrible. I know. <laughs> like, child labor laws, I'm sure that you can't be doing nothing like that for no. children. Um, no. But I did love the scene where Olaf is like, okay, you know what? I'm going to win back Dr. Orwell because they have a past. They do. They have a past. And, like, mm-hmm. he's saying, let's join together to join schemes. We can kind of get revenge again on the, the Baudelaire's. Yeah, that's a scam buddy. Yeah. <laughs> scam buddy for sure and it was more than that for a while for mm-hmm. them but then I guess he ran off with a bunch of her valuables and she was throwing darts at his picture like they did not end yeah. well he was doing the most trying to get her back the and- most <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely though yeah so um, but he won her over and so then they became partners in crime yep for a little while. For a while. Temporarily. Yes. <laughs> uh, but Klaus is trying to see if this new foreman who's covering his face and like has like a deep voice, mm-hmm. trying to see if it's Count Olaf. So he slides over there randomly while this guy's sleeping, trying to like push up his uh, pant leg to see mm-hmm. if there's a, the eye tattoo. Yeah. And <laughs> I thought that was like, I would never do that. No. I would, I'm just like, someone's going to find out. Like yeah. people wake up easily. Yeah, exactly. And he gets kicked over. His glasses get broken. And it just seems a little bit too convenient that this happens because they're wanting to have him visit. Yeah. Because now, Dr. exactly. Orwell. Now he has to go to the optometrist, Dr. Orwell. Definitely. How fitting. What did you think of that visit? What did you think that of your initial? That was the most stressful eye exam I've ever seen in my Ugh. life. I was like, you know what? I'm never going to Dr. Orwell. I know that much. No. <laughs> And, like, she straps him she down. Is. I know. That's what I'm saying. This is so stressful. I was like, are we watching Fifty Shades or what? <laughs> no. 
I'm like, what is about to happen here? Because I am. I was shocked. I wasn't expecting her to strap him all the way in just to check his eyes out. But then we see why because it's the it begins the the hypnosis process. Yeah. And then at the very end of the hypnosis process, we see someone saying my 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 or something like that but it looks like a form yeah, of a really lady mm-hmm. but we're like we know who this girl right. is right <laughs> i know you we know you surely <laughs> yeah. i love it though like yeah. he is amazing like neil patrick mm-hmm. harris all of these different disguises and everything he just does it he commits yeah. to it and just seeing him in this outfit mm-hmm. rocking the yeah, hills that's my favorite bad disguise so oh my far gosh. yeah yeah because before what do we agree on I like Sham. That's always going to be oh, my favorite, yeah. Captain Sham. Sham, yes. <laughs> but um, didn't you like the the one? Uh, what is his name? I just it starts with a C, and I just forgot it. Stefano. Yes. Oh wow. A C. Okay. <laughs> yes. Stefano was also my favorite one. I know. That one, it didn't look like Count Olaf, so that was actually believable. Yeah. But this is like now my new favorite bad costume. Yeah, yeah. me too. Okay, but <laughs> I love how um, Klaus was super hypnotized, and he has Sunny in one hand, and he's throwing like pieces of wood in the shredder. I was like, he's gonna drop Sunny in this yeah, freaking shredder. Exactly. And um, that baby is like made of steel or something. I know. Like, that baby has had nine lives already. I know. <laughs> So she's so poised. with that child. I know. Oh, she just sits there like, well. Well. She's like getting the checks rolling in, though. She's fine. Yeah, she yeah. <laughs> yeah, has a paid baby. That's right. I wonder if there's like a stunt baby like, no. No. <laughs> That's when they use CGI. They don't have a... Okay. My bad. They use a baby doll. <laughs> my bad. Yes, the puppet. I had a really, yeah, I had a kind of a stupid moment just then. Sorry, guys. Um, <gasps> But Violet unhypnotizes Klaus. A less important backup baby? <laughs> yeah. Oh God, that's what I was no. alluding to, but then I was like, that's awful. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, guys. What I meant was the baby doll, obviously. Um, so Violet unhypnotizes Klaus by using the word inordinate. So I, I miss you in an inordinate amount. And that's mm-hmm. the word that snaps him out of it. Yes. And he's like, oh, inordinate means this, 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 and this. And, and that's like, a very important word mm-hmm. for this uh, episode and the next one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And then all of a sudden, right after he gets unhypnotized, we're like, okay. And then, oh, you got visitors. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that, that was quick. Like, mm-hmm. okay. So we go to this beautiful yellow door. We see the parents that we've so lovingly seen for the past seven episodes trying to get home to their children. Walking up to another yellow door, conveniently the same door, <laughs> same door bought at the same person, yeah, right, uh, same place, yeah. And he op- the parents open it, and they are not there. They're mm-hmm. at some other. They're at their own house mm-hmm. with the Quagmire triplets, mm-hmm. and then Doctor Orwell and um, Shirley are on the other side of the door for the Baudelaire's. What did you think of that? What did you think of that? I My was heart pissed. dropped. Yeah. I was like, dang. Because because I think last week you had predicted that we're going to see more of the parents. Like, they're going to meet each other. And I was like, oh, my God. He was right. But then, no. <laughs> I know. You know what's funny is I made such a big deal. Remember, yeah. like, the first episode whenever um, Yara was like, oh, um, I don't think that this is, I don't know who these parents are. I was like, they're the parents of You're the right. children of we the Baudelaire's. We were Baudelaire's. like, uh, duh, girl. It's the parents. I know. Now I feel bad. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. She couldn't join us and Joelle couldn't either. Oh, yes. We were supposed to have a special guest. That fell through. You know, sipping some tea. But you know what? Hey. Maybe next season they can join us. Yes. Hopefully so. Mm -hmm. Amen. We hope so. Um, So, the parents. Okay, yeah. The parents are home for their triplets, right? Mm -hmm. I was like... Um, But those kids look like they were home by themselves. 
But they had a butler. Remember earlier, like, uh, we saw an episode before where he, there was, like, three kids sit, or maybe it was this episode, three kids sitting in bed, and, like, a butler comes in to feed them food. You're right. I'm so, watching and writing, because I was like, now, wait a minute, these kids have been there all by themselves. Can you imagine? <laughs> um, no. Yes, I can. One of the kids was very standoffish whenever the parents came home. Yeah. The others, like, rushed to their family, and yeah. then there was, like, this awkward moment with the dad and the kid there, kind of like, hi. <laughs> like, they were not close. Son. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's been a while, you've been in Peru, you've fought your, your yeah. whole time to try Maybe. to get back to your kids, yeah. but okay. Um, <laughs> this is so cool. And um, the glasses hypnotize him again. Mm-hmm. Either that or did he say, he probably said the word lucky. I think so. Okay, because yeah. for some reason I thought maybe when he puts these glasses on, every time he has these glasses on, it's going to like hypnotize mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. But apparently, I think it was the word lucky or yeah. something like that. Hypnotizes him again, mm-hmm. and he's all like excited to work for Sir... And then Poe continues to search for the children, and this is kind of where that episode ends. Yeah. Overall thoughts of that episode? It was an emotional roller coaster. Yes. Yeah. Um, not as much as the second one, though. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I I was like, well, dang. Now let's just see what's... I just wanted to know, like, who's going to die in the next episode. That's what I was ready for. Like, who's going to die? <laughs> yeah. Like, who's going to die? We know someone's yeah. going to die. Someone's going to die. It's due. Yeah. It's due. Someone's going to die. <laughs> It you has know, to happen. Yeah. So Shirley and Orwell hypnotize Klaus mm-hmm. and they make a deal with Sir. Basically, Shirley is some poor middle aged woman who really wants to adopt three orphans one, a very smart girl, mm-hmm. one, a very nerdy, whatever, and then like a little cute little mm-hmm. baby that mm-hmm. um, bites things. Yeah. How convenient yeah. for one. Sir says, No, are you kidding me? Like, these kids are working for me for free. Like, I'm not parting with them unless something drastic happens. And I'm like, Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Olaf. I mean, Shirley is about to do the most to try to make yeah. sure that something devastating happens. I know. Um, By accident, though. <laughs> yes. And poor Phil has to be the accident. Gets his leg squashed by the stamp. In his re- in his reaction, half price pedicures for life. Oh, my God. I'm like, wow. <laughs> oh, he's so used the to optimism. coupons. There yeah. you go. Golly. I know. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Um, He's just sitting there, like, just looking at his leg, you know. It's whatever. I know. I didn't really get it because I didn't know where the rest of the leg went. Like, <laughs> right. It looked like it, it was a underneath. Shorter. Well, no, I mean, it, well, that, but it also looked like the leg was underneath the wood. Mm-hmm. But I was like, a stamp would kind of, like, it wouldn't make it completely flat. Like, there would be some, like, bumps or something where, no, like, absolutely. blood yeah. or... Yeah, some pieces. Yeah. I, I guess like, they okay. have to clean it up for this one. Yeah, I guess so. For the demographic. I guess. Um, but Charles is in a trance. Mm-hmm. He go, he's, he's getting ready to tell the Baudelaire's, okay, guys, I have something to tell you, but oh, I got an appointment first. Someone's like, oh, we all know where this appointment's going. He gets hypnotized, and they have to basically find the word that wakes everyone up. Because yeah. everyone's in this trance. They realize, okay, everyone who goes to the mm-hmm. optometrist, Dr. Orwell, mm-hmm. is getting hypnotized. Yeah. we got to find this word. They start naming off some words from the dictionary, and people are, like, not having it. They didn't no. even make it through an eighth Yeah, they said, the like, A's. three A words. Yes, like, they did. Like, you're waking everyone up. Like, aardvark. <laughs> that's the one of the words. I know, that's not like, okay. I was like, that's going to be a long couple of days of you just <laughs> yeah. reading out words. People are going to catch on after a while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the then we see this weird kind of cut. And I don't know. I was going to ask you, do you think it was one of the, the twins, like the hinge lady twins mm-hmm. or not? 
do you know who set the house on fire? Like the the, the quagmire triplets and the the parents that we thought were the Baudelaire's parents. They someone was watching outside the window and they they caught the house on fire. I it looked like it was someone in a veil. And it almost looked like maybe it was one of the twins, mm-hmm. but then I couldn't really figure it out. I think it was one of his hench people, henchmen, but I don't, I don't know who I set the either. fire. No, it's a good question because I wasn't able to figure it out. If you guys know, please confused. let us know oh, in yeah, the comments. We'd love to know. On, see if somebody knows something. What, what do you know? What do we know? Uh, nothing yet. Okay, okay so Charles, <laughs> his word to wake him up and everyone else up yeah. is fire, mm-hmm. which you. Which makes sense because they said they're not allowed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed to talk about it. But then didn't they say fire before? Didn't the Baudelaire say something like the terrible fire or something? I think they did, yeah. So they didn't wake up. No. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that was. Yeah. But that was their word. And Klaus, his was inordinate. Let's see. I was on the appearance book. Oh, yeah. They're talking about they thought the parents were the Baudelaire parents. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. Same. Right? I'm thinking it's Esme Squalor. Oh, Okay. That set the house on okay, fire? Okay, okay, okay. Because that's someone from a, the next book, I think. Okay. Uh, that That's a good one. I like that. I'll take that. Maybe. Okay, so we have three people saying it was Esme, so. Okay, I like that. Good. Well, cool, we'll that see. kind of has some, gives us some yeah. clarity. Just give me something else to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> um, so inordinate is Klaus's word for sure. Yeah. He wakes up, everyone's fine, um, and then somehow... Dr. Orwell gets Sunny, mm-hmm. has her in hand, mm-hmm. and thank goodness after they scared her, she threw Sunny in the air because Sunny was about to like. I'm like, well, dang, I know, yeah, hot potato, yeah. boom. <laughs> and good for her. What did you think? Like Dr. Orwell backs up into the spire. Were you expecting that? You know what I was. You were. I was. Um, yeah, because just I don't know because she was too close to it and she just seemed too like lenient or whatever. But it did scare me that she had Sunny. I was like, is somebody going to reach out and catch her? Or like, what do we do now? Or is she going like, to happen? suffer from burns? Or like, <laughs> yeah, you know? like, what do we do, guys? Yeah. But um, yeah. So thank God she's gone. I know. I wonder yeah. if they brought in the the stunt baby for that one. <laughs> definitely a CGI uh, So, okay, so Olaf time. escapes. That was one of my favorite parts of the entire series this time. The way he was running. Well, the way he was running in his heels. And he me. had those padded hips. Those hips. Really? <laughs> I was like, yes, hips? Those hips were so the most. So curvy? They were. And oh, man. What, were you just dying whenever he had the wig off and he had his heels off, but he still had the he hips still and had he's those in the dress. Hips, still had those curves, man. And, and he's climbing over the yeah, good thing. Whatever. I, I was loving that part. Yeah, I love that part. I was like, this is too much for me. But also, so then, like, whenever the workers were trying to fight Sir, he was still able to escape from underneath. I was like, okay. I was not expecting that. I really thought they were going to beat him up. I know. And they had him. I was like, ah. And he escapes. And then Charles comes in and says later, you know, Sir, he wasn't necessarily a great partner, which is why I don't understand why he didn't catch on because. <laughs> I know, right? Because I just kept thinking business partner, and I'm watching and writing. Because so. I mean, that's what we thought in the book. So we thought, okay, cool. So it was, it was kind of a subtle. It was there, but it was, it was in more of a subtle tone. Exactly. Um, but yeah. So Charles was saying, I'm going to go after him. I'm going to find him, even though he wasn't a good person. It's I still care for him, whatever. Golly. And yeah, so he says, oh, by the way, he gets the burnt paper out, and he's like, see, look, your parents—they were the ones who actually saved. Mm-hmm. The town. Mm-hmm. That was something they really needed. They needed like a glint of yeah, some affirmation or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, something to, to be like, okay, you know what? We're okay. We're gonna be not. No, we're not okay. But we have some. <laughs> we're not okay. Glint of comfort or yeah. something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but 
Mr. Poe finds him thanks to F. Mrs. Poe. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Cleo King is an incredible actress. I loved seeing her in this episode again. She was doing the most trying to take photos of the dead people. Or and like, she's like uh, smiling. Orwell. She's just like happy and she's stuff. Like, this is like, perfect. Yeah. All right. I'm I know. Like, I love just her. Just so detached. She is. It's, but it's so much for me. I know. <laughs> and, and then did you see when she walked over to take another picture of somebody on the stretcher and they like rose up and she was like, oh, did you catch yeah, that? Yeah, and then no. he smiled for the photo. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love God. her. She's I like honestly too. like one of those characters like a scene stealer for me. Yeah. Definitely. And without having to say a lot of lines either. Yeah. So it's like all in her actions and just how quirky she is. I mean, it's, I, it's so funny. I know. I really hope she can come back uh, next season mm, here because we had so much yes, fun with her. Yeah. If you guys haven't checked uh, check that out, just look up After Buzz TV, Cleo King interview, and you'll get to see. We did an amazing interview with her. She is a hoot. Yes, she and is. And that was one of my favorite interviews of all time Oh, absolutely. So far. Great conversation. Yes, definitely. So Mr. Poe. Finds them again, thanks to Mrs. Poe, and decides, you know what, I'm sending you to this boarding school because no one wants to adopt you after all the <laughs> last four people have died or however many people you're have right. died. Wow, thanks. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, you're going to this boarding school, and did you know the architecture who made this school was very depressed whenever he made this school? Did you hear that part? I was like, that's nice. Like, you go in, and it's very depressing. And he's like, the architecture or the architect. I can architect, believe that because yeah. it was so gloomy and dark. I'm like, ooh. But it was exactly how I thought, and I liked that. I was very excited to see what that kind of set was going to look yeah. like. So they did a great job of creating that. Mm-hmm. And Poe says, you know, you got this package, and it's from um, Jackie, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. I always say her name weird. <laughs> Jacqueline. And um, it's the spyglass. Yeah. So Klaus is like, okay, at least I have something for my father. Yeah, I was honestly hoping there was a note in it as well, that he was going to look up into it and see something, but we have to wait. Got to so. wait. Yeah. Gotta wait. And so they decide, okay, Mr. Poe's like, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got more uh, more things to attend to. I'm the head <laughs> Y'all of orphan. are not orf- that important. So. I know. And he says, I'm like the head of the orphan, like, <laughs> affairs now, which means I'm not going to be able to spend much time with you anymore. And it's like, wait, if you're the head of the orphan, like, shouldn't you, like... <laughs> shouldn't you make sure that we're okay? Yeah. <laughs> and he got his number one banker thing back. Oh, yes, pen. because that was a big deal in the beginning when he had to pop that thing off. He was being so extra. I'm like, he oh was. my God. I know. It's just a pin. Come on. It's just a um, But he leaves them, and they're sitting on this bench, right? Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of the bench, we see, like, two-thirds of the Quagmire triplets. <laughs> right. It's only two of them. Without being insensitive. Like, one of them perished in an awful fire with the parents that we've freaking been following around for seven yeah, episodes. you know? They're all dead. I mean, assumably, which is what we think and what is probably likely considering the books. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's two-thirds of the Quagmire triplets. They're there. And he has... The, uh, the guy has the other half of the spyglass. Yeah. So they need to put those together. Yeah. <laughs> now, please. No. Please. We gotta wait. So what did you think of that, though? Were you surprised of, of that ending? I actually... It was, a, it was a nice closure for the episode. It's one mm-hmm. of those things where... For finales for me, it's really got to do it for me, for me to mm. really be... Otherwise, I feel like it's just another episode and I'm ready to go on to the next. Yeah. This kind of set it up as like, okay, these are the things we're kind of going to explore for next season. Um. And I like how they kind of bookended it with that. So I was excited to see that. I, I do know those characters and I'm excited to see them interact. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm really excited. I think it'll be a great, great new season. Yeah, we're hoping that it's going to be a season two. Like, we haven't really heard anything yet. But we've yeah. heard whispers, but... I mean, ever all the cast. I think it will be because it to, did well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so good, and we've been waiting for this. After I think it's kind of been 
we needed like some somebody to to fill that void for us because after the movie we thought there was gonna be a sequel or some something like a franchise uh, out no. of it and it wasn't so but yeah I was also definitely um, happy with I was pleased with the way the ending was it wasn't it wasn't too I don't really like a cliffhanger like that where I just feel I feel incomplete sort yeah. of I know it was dramatic but I was really pleased with it I can't wait to see them interact with one another I know I'm so excited and I, I do and then okay we see the violin player like um, from the the silhouette and I totally forgot about that that's like a big deal in the books right like mm-hmm. they're, they're big violin lessons or something that they're constantly having to play violin and they're just like not about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, they yeah. give little glints of this and that. Like, yeah. oh, cool. I remember that. I remember this. Like, all the details in the set. Yeah. And then when they zoomed in on that photo, yeah. freaking Count Olaf was a big and part Snicket. of... They were a big part of, like, the school. They, or they went, to, went the to the school. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I was like, so what now? I know. Yeah. I do remember, I think, from the books. I, it's been a long time, guys, so don't quote me on this. But I believe that Count Olaf becomes like the gym teacher or whatever right mm. i think unless that's okay. another book it's is this the one where while. it's the boarding school where they have to like run around the track or is that a different one i think that's what's next it's, okay it's the boarding school okay because they have to run around the track and i think count Olaf's the one where i think he wears like very short <laughs> high shorts I, I can wait for that you <laughs> can that. wait for that <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have to see that right now uh, um, but but then i was wondering like who is beatrice because i'm like maybe count Olaf stole beatrice because we were just talking before this episode yep who is this Beatrice and why does he keep playing with us like this? We we need to see who she is, what is her importance. I know. I really hope that Daniel Handler takes this opportunity of this Netflix show to really kind of give us more about Beatrice because we're kind of in the dark about Beatrice yeah. for the most part. We did get the Beatrice Letters, which was a book, but I was honestly, I will say I was kind of too young to decipher the codes in yeah. that book. So I'd like to go back and, lazy. and like I'm going back home next week. And I'm going to go find that book. Oh, yay. I'm going to go find that book, and you I'm going to look it. through it. I'll send you screenshots, girl. <laughs> do it. <laughs> it's going to happen. We're going to figure this out, you and yeah, I. Yeah, we are. But, uh, yeah, we are. yeah, it's going to be great. I'm, I'm excited to, to see. Yeah, what are they saying? Oh, uh, TGS says they also showed Olaf's next disguise in the ending. Ooh, did they? I, I don't know if I caught on to that. What did they show? Oh, with the wig and the cap and the coach. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you're right. Yeah, you yeah. Said, yeah. Okay, the cool. Coach. Yes. Okay. Beatrice, uh, the one that got away for Lemony. Exactly. But I was wondering, thank you, little Brianna XOX1. But I was wondering if maybe Count Olaf stole Beatrice. I know. So. And we saw the Beatrice letters, like the skeletons in the closet they were talking about. Uh-huh. And you talked about the letters. I don't know how many pages he said it was, like 200 or something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he is a like, yeah. I don't think I, if I was in love with someone, I don't know if I could read that many mm-hmm. pages for somebody. I'd be like, okay, yeah. can you just like call me? Like, <laughs> tell me over call. Like, girl, can you FaceTime me, please? FaceTime like, just, me. Thank you for that, though. They showed Olaf's next disguise. So next he will be a coach, just like you said. I'm excited to see it. It's going to be so cool. I love all the disguises. I think that's like one of the biggest things for me. Um, is in this whole series, it's always like, what is he going to be next? Mm-hmm. What is he going to be next? Mm-hmm. It really makes you, you're kind of on your toes, like, yeah. oh, cool, like, what's it going to be? Yeah. And we almost are rooting for Olaf to sneak in somehow, and it's like, that's kind of messed up, yeah. you know? <laughs> but I just love... What's his next disguise? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm super duper and excited. how believable is it? Yes. So um, let's go ahead and talk about what are your hopes for season two? My predictions? Yeah, let's get into a little bit of predictions right oh, now. Oh, heavens. Heavens to Betsy. Predictions. Oh, my. Um, Let me see. Next, I think... 
Yeah, so he's going to be a coach, and then they're going to try the the Baudelaire siblings. They're going to tr- wait. First of all, because where is Sunny going to go? Because they're all in like different grades. Sunny can't be with the older siblings. But she all day. is pretty much like <laughs> in the books, if I remember correctly. And it doesn't seem like they learn much. It seems like they're just playing violin and walking around a track for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I'm not really sure, but I do remember just from what I remember from that. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I remember. What mm-hmm, I remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, that they were all together for the most part. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to stick with that or not, but I think that that would be good. That way yeah. we could have her with us yeah. always, you know. And they're going to spend an exhausting amount of time trying to convince administrators that, you know, the gym teacher, coach is Count Olaf. And people aren't going to listen. So yep. I really hope that they finally, in the first episode, though, of season two, I want to see the siblings meet with those other um, the siblings, Quag- yeah. the Quagmire siblings, and they can finally, like, put two and two together and, and talk more, please. I don't know why this is one of the most exciting um, books that I want to be played out, but I really, really am excited for the elevator one. What oh. is it called? The um, I forget the name of the... The something elevator. Yeah. It's something and if I remember, right, Esme is going to be in that episode a lot. If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. let me know. But, oh, they'll let us know. Uh, they'll let us that- know. <laughs> but the, ele- the you know the elevator one. Mm-hmm. I loved that one. I don't know why I did, but I did. And it was amazing. And yeah. I can't wait for that one. Because yeah. the characters and just... I don't know why. I just, I'm obsessed with elevators. I think that... <laughs> They're scary but yeah. exciting, and they give you that feeling in your tummy. Like oh, yeah, when that I was rush. a kid, yeah, I was mm-hmm. a- about it. I was like, mm-hmm. yes, there's a book about elevators. Let's read this. <laughs> so you're not scared of heights, then? Um, as long as I'm strapped in. <laughs> elevators are a little wishy washy sometimes. You're not strapped in an elevator. No, I'm not. <laughs> but um, like <laughs> Tower of Terror, you know, like Disney, yes, and when I you're know strapped that. in. Yes. Rest in peace to that ride. They're taking that away. <laughs> yeah. So mad about that. Oh, well. Um, okay, TGS says the next season oh, is said to be books five through nine. Awesome. And Disney's Magic 92 says, thing I'm looking forward to in the future episodes are the new characters because there are no previous performance to compare to with Olaf or the Baudelaire's. Yes. All right, yeah. So there's, yeah, no comparing him to uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense because... Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the first few episodes we talked about, okay, like the first three books, but then this this fourth one mm-hmm. was exciting because, yeah, we hadn't seen it played out yet. Exactly. So it's like, you know, the first couple we were like, okay, we've seen the movie, we know it's going to happen kind mm-hmm. of a thing, but then it was like, we get to move on and it's going to yeah. be exactly what they pull from the books and it's like new yeah. new content that we've never seen played Ooh, out before. How refreshing. That's going to be awesome. So now, now from now on. Elevator. That's that's yours. Yes. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you. Come on, thank you, Google thank you. fingers. Yes. <laughs> what book is that? I, I think that's know eleven. I thought that was eleven. Okay. And so um, Conrad was. I probably lied. Forty-two hundred says so. Ten episodes. I hope so because eight yeah. wasn't enough for me. Two each, right? Yeah, because we had eight this time. But he, I think they're saying because they were saying however many books I think they were going to ask and see if there's 10 and I hope so mm. I think they definitely deserve 10 episodes so yeah. we'll see and if they're wanting to kind of get another book thrown in there mm-hmm. so the kids don't get too old yeah because their kids are growing you know they're growing kids mm. and they need to film this all definitely. before this happens so yeah um, but guys okay wait hold on before we go the Austria Academy okay Austere. I'm like I really bad at pronouncing Seven. So Elevator is the seventh one. Okay. And then okay. the Vile Village, I forgot. Yeah, the Hostile Hospital. Oh, that I one was 11. creepy. The Hostile yeah, Hospital. Yeah, it was. And the Carnivorous Carnival. I love the Carnivorous Carnival. Six, sorry. Libriana, come on now. Which one is it? 
thank you so much uh, well you guys yeah thank this you so, so much, much for fun. shouting us out um Aww. if you love this please give us a thumbs up if you're watching on youtube yes. make sure to comment below and let us know your thoughts your feelings uh we we want to know and yeah. we're excited and we really hope it doesn't take too long to kind of go on to the next season because we're ready for this i know so um this was so much fun it is it's so much fun it's one of, one of my favorite after shows mm -hmm. and i'm really happy that we all met each other Same because here. of this it's I so know. fun right. so where can we find you on social media well you can find me on twitter at ivana l williams and again you can find me here on wednesdays uh, for the star after show all right and you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. You can catch me on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. for the Shadowhunters After Show and Thursdays at 8 p.m. for the Revenge Body After Show. And you can follow AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms at AfterBuzz TV. And make sure if you're listening to us on iTunes, we love you so much. Yes. <laughs> so, guys, have a great day, and we will see you next season. Thank you. See you. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.